0: Welcome to the For The Girl podcast. Join best friends Mackenzie Wilson and Mackenzie Baker from Delight Ministries as they talk about all things relationships, faith, and, well, girls. This podcast is for the girl expectant for her future, for the girl who is ready to grow, and for the girl who needs some honest answers. Get ready because this is for you. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the For The Girl podcast. Today's episode is going to be for the girl who has been feeling anxious. We actually have a special guest. We can't wait to introduce you to good. her later. Yes. Um, it's been such an incredible podcast series. We have one more episode next week um, and then some exciting things coming beyond that. Ooh. But we have some hacks for you guys today. Of course. Some good ones. I know they're you, getting better. They're getting even better. And today we're going to be talking about some restaurant hacks. And if there's one type of hack I would be passionate about you know it's restaurant, restaurant, it's hacks. restaurant <laughs> this is hack. this is finally my lane this okay. is my lane this is your time to shine Mac I know I know okay let's get it but let's start with the good old coffee shop order this is actually something I learned from you so yeah. I would really like you to take the lead on this one okay so when I go to a coffee shop I'm not a big latte girl I don't know there's probably a lot of latte girls out there it's something about like a morning latte I need more like coffee coffee I'm with you I'm not actually super latte girl like it's like I like maybe one a week maybe it's yeah. like a special yeah. treat but yeah. this was a game changer for me okay so I get what we call a cafe au lait. cafe cafe and um I think it's which re- is French. spelled very differently than what I would think it would be <laughs> I thought it was cafe o-l-e <laughs> it's I definitely like a-u-l-a-i-t wow cafe I do O-L-E. not know the spelling of it it's not necessary you don't need to know how to spell it. But you do need to know how to make it because sometimes they don't know. They don't know. Yeah. So what a cafe au lait is, it's coffee. So it's like 70% coffee, 40% Milk, I think. Is that the right math? <laughs> no, 30% absolutely milk. not. There you go. 30% milk. Um, and then you can change that ratio if you want to. But basically, um, it's a little steamed milk. Steamed milk. Steamed milk. And then we like to add a little honey in there to make it sweet. You could add vanilla, whatever you want. But here's a hack to it. It's about the same price as a coffee. So if you want a little like coffee it's with a little sprucer. a latte. Yeah. With a little something special, do that. And you'll get yes. the same price so for coffee. So we add it's honey. Perfect. We personally like ours with oat milk oat milk so basically or um so basically it's embarrassing to say proud of it proud of it i wish we i wish i liked regular milk and was like cool like that but you know whatever i do like regular milk um cool like that. but anyways yeah cafe la it's cheaper than a latte and honestly yep. kind of gives you latte vibes without feeling so heavy milk vibes it's yeah really it's great true. really great and we love it. Okay, next thing we wanted to talk about it was um, our Chick-fil-A order because we think we have pretty creative channels. Yeah, we A orders. do, we do. Are there any Buffalo girls out there? Because we are big Buffalo girls. I mean, we already hinted at Buffalo big Wild Buffalo Wings. girls. But then like we should call that the segment. Sauce. Big hot Buffalo sauce. girls. Big Buffalo girls. I mean, give us all the hot sauce. Um, and we are so happy. So, um, okay. Tell them about the, uh, the side order. salad. Okay. So you get the little side salad at Chick-fil-A. You With get some those girl crispy nuts. red pepper things. They're really They're so good. good. They're yeah. really good. You could get the side salad or you could just get any salad. I don't know. I don't know. But either way you get the chicken on top and then you can add the dressing is the buffalo sauce and you got a buffalo chicken salad. Mm-hmm. mind-blowing mind-blowing that's gusty, incredible gusty i needed a head nod from you yeah Gusty's gusty thanks for the that. affirmation he's going to get the salad i hope you guys remember gusty he's still here with some curly hair okay i got to tell you about a chick-fil-a life hack that we have in my family yes this one's so good this is a big <laughs> life hack <action. laughs> this is a big life hack okay so um my dad is like the biggest chick-fil-a f- fan ever he literally goes like at least twice a day honestly it's like he has more chick-fil-a loyalty points than anybody you've ever seen in your life it's incredible you should enter competition i know he would win he would definitely win um but anyways so my dad we have this tradition in my family called sunday salads and you might be wondering how do you get a chick-fil-a salad on sunday here's what you got to do guys you just have to plan ahead saturday night my dad gets in the car he texts out, what's your Sunday salad order? And he gets all of us salads. And then on Sundays, we all eat salads from Chick-fil-A. It's pretty mind awesome. blowing Pretty mind-blowing. Pretty simple. Maybe you've thought of it before. <laughs> no. But the thing about the salads from Chick-fil-A is they're already sitting in the refrigerator. Like that, They pre-make them, and they just sit in the fridge. So it literally tastes exactly the same as getting your salad on a Sunday. Wow. If you get the Cobb one, which does have the nuggets... Just ask for the nuggets on the side and then you can heat them up the next day. That's a little trick for you. Also, a little I trick for I honestly feel like you could get the fries too and p- just pop them in the oven the next day. Pop, if you have an air fryer, pop them in the air fryer. Oh, That's that the game changer. Really yeah, Air fryers. Air fryer is the biggest life hack of all. If you don't have an air fryer, what are you doing? Do you have one? Of course. I put everything in the air fryer. Reheating pizza in the air fryer is such a game changer. I don't have one. You don't have an air fryer. No. Every veggie in the air fryer is incredible. Potatoes in the air fryer, incredible. If you oh, like crispy, wow. crunchy, you need an air fryer. But what I was going to say about Sunday salads is um, I always do half dressing, half the dressing packet, and half hot sauce. It's the way to go, every way. Ooh. You, save, you save some calories, honestly. Ooh, yeah. And I also just think it's great. It has little I spice. I feel like hot sauce has like zero calories in it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it does. Also, for Sunday salad, I typically add avocado to my salad, too, because you just got to zhuzh up your Sunday salad. Ooh, I love it. That was a big life hack, you guys. We got some orders for you. Don't forget about that café ole. It's really good. And (laughs) you guys, this is going to be so good. Can't wait to see all the pics of the Sunday salads. That's going to be if so you want to talk about fryers, DM me. Well, I I'd love to talk about fryers. OK, she's still down to talk about airfares. So <laughs> please reach out to Rag about that. You guys, we can't wait for this episode. It's going to be fire. Get ready. Let's go. Hello, everybody. We are super excited for this episode, and really super excited because we have a special guest today. It's not just going to be Mac and I blabbing away. We We have some wisdom coming in here from our good friend Hope Mitchell. Hope, you want to just say a little hello?
1: Hello, hello. Hello. Hope in the
0: house. She's going to introduce herself in a second, but I just want to say a little bit of something, something about Hope. Hope. is actually, if you guys didn't know already, the behind the scenes of everything for the girl. I brag about you all the time. She writes, she designs, she does the back end of everything. I was going to say, if you've noticed how we've kind of leveled up around here, it's not us. It's all hope. It's (laughs) It's all hope (laughs) behind the scenes making it happen for us. Yes. She's incredible. She was also a regional director for Delight um, the last year and loves Delight ministry, all of this that we get to do. So yeah. I know she's super excited to speak to you guys today and probably even knows so many other people listening, which yeah. is crazy. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, she's going to be talking about, um, anxiety. We were taught the, the title for today is for the girl who's been feeling anxious. Um, and so we, we might be speaking to somebody who's really going through like a heavy season of anxiety, um maybe has just like maybe been diagnosed or seeing a counselor or what that might look like for you guys it might be a really heavy thing a really waiting th- thing for this season for you but I also want to say that we're speaking to people that just and maybe in general have just been like really extremely anxious or mm-hmm. stressed of just their this season of life and I think that's really rele- rele- yeah. relevant relevant to a lot of people listening um this is something mac and i mac and i um of course have had seasons where we've struggled with anxiety but not in a huge heavy way and so that's the reason why we wanted you to come and just share some wisdom and share the season that you're walking through and guys she's being so bold and brave we're gonna get her something that she's kind of in the midst of too which is yeah. really cool you're not listening to somebody that's been completely healed but in the process which i think brings so much more to the table i
1: yeah, agreed. so, I agree. so hope tell A little bit about yourself before we dive into our topic. Let's do it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm number one, just so excited to be here, and it's seriously just been such an honor to be able to work for delight and for the girl and just to be able to experience so many cool new things so i'm just honored to be here truly so thank mm-hmm. you guys oh, so um fun. but yeah i recently just moved to nashville from cincinnati ohio i was born and raised in ohio so it is a big jump to come to tennessee never yeah. thought i'd be living in tennessee honestly never yeah. thought about it but here i am and tennessee, i'm loving it girl. yeah <laughs> um but yeah I am starting to get involved here and just diving right in it's been so fun mm. um do you want to know specific things yes okay what would you like to we know we would like to know
0: um we would like to know you're a big sports girl right oh, yeah tell yeah. me about your sport yeah. your sporty ways yeah yeah
1: I love I'm like girly girl yeah. some seasons but also just love watching a good football game you yeah. know like yeah there's just something Who's about your team it. I love the Bengals through and through <laughs> they are not very good yeah but I will always support them Joe yeah. Burrow he's yeah. my guy he's hurt but oh, it's fine okay. he'll be back 2021 Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Honestly. Sporty Spice.
0: I love that. I feel your pain because I've been a Chiefs fan for a long time and they were really bad for a really long time. You got lucky though. But now. They it comes around. So <laughs>
1: stick with it. It I'm, comes around. <laughs> I'm sticking with it. I think Joe Burrow is going to get us there. Yeah. I Let's agree. go. Okay. <laughs> I love how we're talking about sports. I know. like We're sporty. Okay. The <laughs> second I the thing. Girl,
0: um, I need to hear from you and yeah. I would love for you to share to the audience. Hope is single. Yeah. Um. And uh, recently, I think a couple of epi- episodes ago, we talked about declaring and the importance of like declaring. Yeah. Yeah. layering things over our life because yeah. that's when things you know that's when it's it's a declaration of faith so yep. i would like you to declare over this podcast yeah um who your future husband will be and what he'll oh. be like yeah oh. wow
1: yeah. okay um with confidence okay. i will i will marry i you will know? marry a godly man yes <laughs> he who is a leader mm, who loves church who loves ministry hey, who hey. leads worship hey. oh 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 is oh. <laughs> that a new thing that? <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah i believe it he's gonna love family he is gonna love me, my family. That's wow. declare it. Wow, I sure. declare it. The
0: worship thing really threw me. I mean, it didn't throw me. I knew that about her. <laughs> I knew that, but like, I love that we spoke that. Yeah, you know I what did. I mean? Like, I don't it think was, I've ever spoke she declared that. That, I did. that was We're like, I did. whoa, okay. I feel, well, I feel wow. something shifting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Again, that, that was, was a great fun. thing, Ken. Well, um, hope we really are so excited and honored to have you on today. And and really, what is so cool about this conversation is. Uh, hope, you know, hope, hope works with us day in and day out. And, um, over the last like season of her life, this has been a true struggle of just dealing with anxiety. And there's something about watching the people you love go through this. And so for those, I think what's cool is there's, there's two perspectives. Some of you are are walking through a season of anxiety right now. And then some of, you know, people that you love so much and are walking through it. Mm -hmm. And, and I feel like both Kenzie and I have learned so much just kind of like having a back seat to hope walking yeah, through this journey. And um, so maybe we can even just share some perspectives and you two of yeah. like for both sides, people that are walking through this right now and also people that are um, having people they love so much kind of dealing with this and not knowing yeah. what to do or how to help or how to support. And so really excited about that. But I wanted to say that, Watching you go through this, I mean, like, the respect and the admiration and just, like, the way you have done it has just blown me away. Like, because Mm -hmm. you have had such, like, humility in the midst of it. You have been so open and honest and vulnerable and real in the midst of all of it and then like you have still like truly honored kens and i through it all as mm-hmm. well as just like working with us serving us the whole way through and so yeah we so just good. really valued yes. like as you've walked through this really hard season um how you have still loved your people so well and so yeah I think we just have so much to learn from you and I know that you feel like you're still in process and I know this is a weird thing to kind of speak (laughs) into and you're like I don't know you know I haven't figured it out but I really think you have beautifully figured out so many things and I think our community has so much to learn from you and so that's why we're so excited to have this conversation with you so you guys we're in really good hands for this episode so we just kind of wanted to start um, just having you share about like when and how did this kind of struggle with anxiety kind of begin for
1: you? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for all of that. You're so sweet. Um, Honestly, Anxiety was always like a taboo topic Mm -hmm. for me, and Mm -hmm. I think it is for a lot of people in the Christian world, Christian culture, um, and really just in the world in general. But I was always scared of admitting like I'm feeling anxious, and I think because it was a taboo topic. Yeah. And honestly, it's not really something I ever thought that I would have or experience. I can remember having a conversation with my friend Savannah and she was like, I'm really feeling anxious. I am experiencing this, this and this. And I was like, I've never experienced that. And Mm -hmm. I really hope that I don't have to ever experience it. And um I never so because of that, I never thought it would be like staring me in the face. Um and I honestly looking back, there's a number of things that kind of led me to this place. But I've always been the girl that's like wanted to have it all together. Like I always want to be organized. I always want to like from the outside look like I have it all together. And on the inside, I want to have it all together too. But I think I've kind of gotten in this habit of like masking what's going on inside of me and um I wanted to be the unfaced girl, like the, I can do anything girl. And yeah. I am an Enneagram three. I hate to bring the Enneagram into it, but it's, yeah. Whether we like
0: to or not, it comes back. It does. It
1: does. And so I think that is just like kind of in my nature is to just like pretend like I have it all together. Yeah. And yeah. I think it left me feeling empty on the inside. Like so many times I just would like try to pretend like I had it all together and I just honestly felt empty and it created like this hole. Mm -hmm. And so... I think just recently I mentioned I moved to Nashville and this is the first time ever in my life where it's just been me and Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I have for the girl. Yeah, I have delight. Yeah, I have the people here at work. But when I go home, it's just me and Jesus. I have a roommate, but Mm -hmm. I don't have a connection with her. Well, I didn't at the time. Now I do. Praise God. Um, Mm -hmm. But it just like seriously, I think all came to the surface because there was no better time for me and him to work through that, that thing of like being the unfaced girl. Um, And I think obviously a lot of life experiences Mm. have led me to hear, you know, I always was trying to smile and cover up things throughout my childhood and I had a great childhood I'm not trying to say it was horrible but it just like there's a lot of life experiences with divorced parents Mm -hmm. and just going through that having a little brother just a number of things that have led me Um, and so I think how it came to, to the surface is just seriously the move. Yeah. Um, and I know we talked about moving to a new city yeah. in the last episode. And so I think that a lot of girls experience doing something new um, and it yeah. does bring up a lot of good, but it also brings up a lot of bad. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, it was it's just been cool for this to be a time of literally just me and Jesus so he can work those things out. And yeah. I think I always heard like, well, you'll experience the valley moment you know before the mountain and you got to go down to go up or reach rock bottom to like go up and i never thought that would be me but it was um and it is and it's been really cool just to see him moving all across the story and throughout so so good yeah
0: that's really really cool okay
1: could you share
0: with us if you would be just so honest and vulnerable just like even recently um just What it's felt like, like that rock bottom that you went through, um, what happened, what led you there? What did it feel like? All of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So there were months of pretending like I was okay. Mm -hmm. Um, My friends and my family would call me from back home and say, like, Mm -hmm. how's it going? And I literally would just be like, it's awesome. And I Mm -hmm. didn't feel that. Um, And so I I was hiding for a really long time and I didn't really bring it up to the, the people around me, even here in the office for a really long time. Um, but I just was starting to feel moments of panic and I had never experienced that. I didn't know what that was. And I pray that you don't have to ever experience panic because it really is a scary thing. And I don't want to get too like medical or weird or whatever, but it really is like a big thing of just feeling like, your heart is beating so fast. You can't control it. Mm-hmm. I like was feeling like I was going to pass out all the time. Like just a lot of things yeah. that can create fear. You're, you're like, are you, is my body like hurt? Am I okay? Is it just anxiety? Is What is it? And so anyways, that's how I was feeling for months and months and months. And I finally got to a point, it was a Wednesday and I had a really bad panic attack, um, in my room. And, um, from there, it was five days of not even moving. I like mm-hmm. I didn't get out of my bed. I didn't eat, um, which obviously we all know has a lot of effects in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I like didn't even want to go to the restroom. Like yeah. I felt like if I got up to go to the bathroom, I was just gonna like fall over. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know that anxiety and panic could feel like that. I mm-hmm. thought anxiety was just like worry. Mm-hmm. Um, not like a physical symptom. Yeah. And so um, this led me to a point of actually going to the hospital, which mm-hmm. is sounds extreme. And I just was at the point of of like, I, th- I have nothing else to do. Yeah. I feel like I've sat here, I've worshiped, I've prayed, I've done so much. And now I really was convinced like something's wrong with my body. So I need to go to the hospital. Um, Praise God. That's not the case, but um, it. I never, ever, ever thought that because of anxiety, I would end up laying in a hospital bed, Mm -hmm. Um, especially in the midst of a pandemic. Like it's it it just all felt really weird. So that was on a Mm -hmm. Saturday. um, And just a few days later, I was able to go to a doctor and get the diagnosis of actual anxiety. And I had been seeing a counselor um, for the past Mm -hmm. few months. And it's been amazing. And there's been Mm -hmm. so much breakthrough. Um, so all of that combined was kind of my like breaking moment of like, how did I get here? And like. I really felt like I was at the bottom.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. So good. Thank you for walking us through that, especially even just sharing like what it felt like. I think that it's important to talk about those unknowns for people that are like, Mm. what am I going through? Why does my body feel like this? Like putting words to it is really helpful. So thank you for being so honest. Seriously. Seriously. So powerful. And Mm. I know it's been like, uh, several weeks since then. Mm-hmm. And, um, I know that there's been just like a lot of processing mm-hmm. and, um, well, number one, just processing that like, that's what it is. It's yeah. anxiety. And <laughs> yeah. that's like, it's mm-hmm. hard to like put a name and a label on that, especially yeah. when you are saying you're, you're the girl who wanted to be like, have it all together yeah. and the, the problem solver rather mm-hmm. than like having this huge problem in your life that you're like, well, how, what right. do I begin to do? And so yeah. I really want to ask you like, what has that been like in the aftermath? And, yeah. and kind of what are the things that God has really been highlighting to yeah. you and speaking to you that um, maybe just have begun to start making a difference and in, in helping you to kind of just like heal and process through all of this?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think one thing that I want to note with that is just because my journey has taken a few months Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that someone else's journey is also going to take a few months. It could take a few years. Unfortunately, it could take a few days. Like everyone's timeline is different. And I think if you're experiencing this now, or if your friend is or whatever, it's just really important to not put a time limit on it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I just wanted to kind of note that because it has been just a few months and God has really done so much in the last few months. And I'm honestly blown away. But I do know a lot of people that it's been a a longer journey. Um, So I think the problem was I just wasn't sure what to do. Like I was at my bottom, but I just felt stuck. And of course I would hear the scripture and I know the scripture from Philippians 4. Don't be anxious about anything. And I think we're quick to throw that out when someone is feeling anxious, especially if we've never felt it before. Like I'm guilty of it. Just like when someone Mm -hmm. says like, oh, I'm really anxious right now. Just thinking like, man, that sounds really rough and just like kind of passing it by. And um, I think honestly, that was just a way for me to cover what I was dealing with versus like actually bringing it before Jesus. Um, And by just saying like, oh, I I don't need to be anxious Mm -hmm. about anything. It was still covering, it was still masking. Um, So like I said earlier, it was just like hitting my lowest point is really when I felt desperation. Mm -hmm. And mm-hmm. I've always said, like, I want to be desperate for you, Jesus, like in every yeah. every area of my life. Like that's yeah. I think that's when he builds the most character and like grows you the most. Um, but I don't think I had ever felt that desperate for him. Um, and so I feel like all I had was him. All I could do was talk to him. And through those moments, I learned obviously so much. So yeah. I'd love to yeah. just like expound upon those things a little bit. Um So I have three things um, that I've learned and just honestly, things that have been really hard for me to learn, humbling for me to learn. Mm -hmm. Um, So the first one is rely on your people. I have always been so prideful when it comes to this. Like I love my community. I've always loved my community, but I've never really relied on my community Mm -hmm. like we can and like we should. And I've always struggled with opening up and asking for help. It's just always been something that I've dealt with. And so I had to learn to put my pride aside, which was really hard Um, in those moments, in that that low moment where I needed to go to the hospital. I had to ask someone to drive me to the hospital like what? I've never had to ask someone to drive me somewhere because I physically cannot do it. Mm -hmm. And um, honestly, the whole week people were driving me places. And I think honestly that taught me so much um mm-hmm. just about god truly like his provision and i i moved to a new place where i thought i didn't have community and that was leading to anxiety yeah. but here i am six or seven people in my new community are mm-hmm. stepping up and taking me and doing things for me so um just actually relying on your people like it really makes a huge difference and honestly um i when I was at my lowest, I reached out to a friend asking for prayer that I hadn't talked to in honestly such a long time. It was Mm -hmm. at least six months, like Mm -hmm. since I moved, but truthfully, we didn't really like, hadn't really talked in depth for probably over a year. But for some reason, I just felt like, okay, God was like calling me to like text her. And I'm so thankful that I did because that night she told me to pray Psalm 91 over myself. And obviously I've read through the Psalms. I know what they say, but that night, it just was different. And it's actually Psalm 91, four through six. I'm going to read just a little bit, a little bit of it right now. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings, you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. Mm. And this just like hit me in a whole new way that night. Like he will cover you with his feathers and under his wings, you'll find refuge. Like that's what I was needing. I just was needing him to like cover me and to find refuge. Mm. And so if it weren't for me reaching out and being honest and bold and asking her for prayer and asking her to come alongside me, Mm. I may have not read this verse for a really long time. And honestly, this is something that I declare every day because I feel like I need that every single day.
0: For the girl fam, I am so excited to tell you about a new resource that we have called our prayer pad. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes when I enter into my time with Jesus every day, I have no clue what to do. Like, what should I journal? What should I talk to the Lord about? Where should I write my scripture notes? Well, this solves all of your problems. It's a notepad that literally walks and guides you through prayers with Jesus each and every single day. I've been using it for the last two months, and it has been a total game changer. Every single day, I cannot wait to wake up and be with Jesus. You can get one over at ForTheGirl.com and trust me when I say run, don't walk to get one because they will sell out fast and it's amazing and you need it right now.
1: So I have a question about this.
0: So wait, did she know about your feather thing?
1: No, no. Okay. Then
0: we got to tell them about the feathers. Yeah.
1: So I have been seeing feathers like probably what a year over a year now um just randomly like I would see them on the ground I would see them like on like a painting or something yeah Yeah. and I just started to notice them and my really good friend she calls them god winks like Mm -hmm. god's winking at you when you see something like that like over and over and it just was like a feather would be like highlighted Mm -hmm. to me
0: yeah I've been with you so many times and you've been
1: like Mac. (laughs) feather
0: <laughs> a feather yeah. yeah yeah
1: and so it's crazy because i felt like god spoke to me about a feather about a year ago just saying like this is for you this a feather indicates like you don't have to have this strong overwhelming present impressive presence mm. wherever you go like yeah. Yeah. you are like a feather you can just like show up and be yeah. light yeah. and that's okay And so, yeah, this scripture, like the fact that she sent me this and it says this. Was just, like, mind-blowing to me. And mm. honestly, just, like, that's what I mean by it speaks to the character of God so mm. much. So like, good. he would be the he loving would. father mm. that would show up in that low moment to remind yeah. me, like, yeah. of the feather. Yeah. So, Whoa. really cool. So yeah. cool. Yeah. I know, crazy. So cool.
0: I love that it's, like, that different picture. Like, he gave you that image of, like, you get to be light, but then also mm. the reminder now that every time you see a feather, it's, like, I got you. I'm protecting you. Yeah. Which is so cool, too. So yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Okay. So you learn to rely
1: on your people. What else? Yeah. Um, Rest is really important. Mm -hmm. So I say rest like actually rest. (laughs) I think um, rest. Let's say that again. Rest. Like like actually actually. rest. Yeah. (laughs) The dramatic like (laughs) is important. That's Um, amazing. But yeah, I think rest has always been hard for me just because I am pretty go, go, go. I love that. I love to just like be busy. Mm. Um, But the reality is your body needs rest. Like it's not just like a suggested thing. (laughs) It's like an actual need. Mm. And it sabbath is a big part of that and is in the bible all throughout but it's not just like sleeping i think for so long i thought oh i just need to get my like six to eight hours of sleep and i'll be good it's like actually just slowing down and taking that day out of your week to like just spend time with the lord and not cram your schedule and i think rest looks so different for so many people and i think i was always comparing my rest like Well, they're restful and they're like spending time with people. For some people, that's not the case. For me, I have to have a day that I spend with people or half the day I spend with people half the day. I don't. It looks different for everyone. And so Mm. I think I just learned that in those seasons when your body is trying to tell you something to listen to it Mm -hmm. and my body was telling me I needed to rest like so that my mind could heal so that my body could heal Um, and I had to listen to it, and unfortunately, I got to a place where there was no other option but to rest. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want anyone to ever get there. Like my heart beats for the people that like can be proactive in this, yeah. rather than reactive, like I had to be. Yeah. Um. So I just learned so much about resting and saying no to things. Yeah, yeah. Um. I've always struggled with saying no. I'm a yes girl by nature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone asks me to do something, I usually always say yes. But I had to say no in that season, and I'm mm-hmm. still learning what it looks like to say no, um, especially in like social life. I think that's where I've really seen a difference. So. Mm -hmm. resting definitely was a huge part of it too. Mm -hmm. That's so good and so
0: it's like very practical Um, saying no is so important and giving yourself what you need and I so agree like speaking to the person who's like I might be struggling with anxiety I feel like I'm getting there like just be proactive about it start scheduling and rest. You do have to like schedule it. You almost have to be Mm -hmm. proactive about other areas of your life too to allow space for rest Mm -hmm. so somehow, somewhere like make that a part of your lifestyle yeah, um, and be proactive about it. And mm. I love, I really, really love that. I think that's important.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's mm. great. Yeah. And then my third thing is pray. And I'm going to say that like actually pray yeah. again, <laughs> that's um, good. because I honestly, this is where I saw breakthrough. Yeah, Like this is the biggest point that I saw breakthrough and my perspective shift, mm-hmm. um, Because I think for so long I said I am praying. And I was. I was praying. But my prayers were God take the anxiety away. Mm. And that was it. Like I wasn't praying boldly. I wasn't praying like fervently. Mm. And... I think that's the key, honestly, is like coming before him day after day after day. And I was in this habit of like, well, this is getting annoying to him. How many times have we said that? I think we all say that about so many things, but, and that's just not the case. Um, That's like fervent prayer is coming before him every single day. And so when I began to pray boldly, And ask people to come alongside me in prayer. Mm -hmm. So it goes back to like relying on my people is when I began to see a shift in so many things. So this looked like seriously getting on my knees like in the mornings Mm -hmm. or at night or whenever I was starting to feel panic. And just asking him to be in that moment. And some days it looked like Holy Spirit come. And yeah. that's all I yeah. could say. Yeah. And other moments it was like declaring healing over my body. And and actually boldly praying mm-hmm. for it to like go. Um, and so I have a really, really great friend who just challenges me and champions me. And um, it goes back to relying on people again. But um she challenged me to to pray Psalm 116, mm-hmm. six through seven, is what I really want to highlight. And it's the Lord protects the unweary. When I was brought low, he saved me. Return to your rest, my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. And this is just another thing that I like cling to when I'm praying like, Lord, I know you protect me and I know that's what you're going to do. You saved me when I was low, like at my lowest and then praying that my soul returns back Mm -hmm. to rest Mm -hmm. because you've been good to me and you will forever be good to me. And I think. That's truly, if I'm being honest, that's when I saw healing start to begin is when I actually came before him mm, yeah. and asked him to work and, and believed it. I think I'm learning in this season, yeah. like there's a difference between praying just to pray, but, mm. and praying and believing it and like yeah. actually wow. understanding yeah. that he wants this and is going to do this. Wow. So. Yeah. There's
0: a huge shift there. And also being on the sidelines, I saw Hope actually take action in this area. Like I know one day you showed up at at Legacy, See and and you, which is a church in Nashville that you're not even necessarily a part of or know people there, but you took action, a bold step of faith, and like showed up there and were prayed over. And in a hard moment, I also was a part of like a Bible study that I would that I'm in with you, and you spoke up and we prayed for you in that. And like I know there's plenty of moments I didn't see too, but. Like, I really think that's important, and yeah. I know that going through anxiety, you're probably anxious even thinking about the thought of, like, speaking yeah. up or showing <laughs> yeah. up somewhere. But yeah. I do think it's a part of the healing process. I always talk about, like, even the image of, like, an altar call, you know, and like, yeah. the pastor's on stage and your heart starts beating really fast because you know you need healing in an area and you should yeah. go forward. Like, it's that same picture. It's that same feeling of yeah. being bold enough to, like, get the prayer, to speak up about the thing, to stand up, go forward, get on your knees and pray and encounter God in that. So, so good. So good. Um, question for you. Yeah. So, I love these three practical steps. Number one, they're so good. i just, um, I can review them for you real quick too. It's yeah. just like <laughs> relying on your people. I love, I think that's so good. And like, actually, like again, mm-hmm. like actually like rely actually. on your people rest, like actually pray like actually, um, for women that are kind of walking through seasons of anxiety. These are so good. Mm-hmm what would you say, like, what did you need in this time from your people? I know you said relying on them, but like Mm -hmm. it, what, what would you say to people who have friends who are maybe walking through something similar to you? Like just some tips and some insights of, of how we can love people well that are walking through something like this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. Um, I think for me, what I needed was just people to sit with me, yeah. Um, I think it's kind of like the grief process. Yeah. You need just people yeah. to sit with you and yeah. like, yeah. you don't have to have all the right words. You don't have to have a solution. Yeah. I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, sometimes bringing up a solution or what you think might be a solution mm-hmm can be kind of challenging. yeah. yeah. Um, and so I think that's just really important, like having people just sit with you. Mm-hmm. And like, if that looks like talking through your anxiety, then that's what it looks like. If it looks like watching a movie, then that's what it looks like. Yeah. Um, so I think just that, and then also people asking questions. I think for me, especially like wanting to hide and wanting to mask it, I don't really open up unless someone does ask me a question Yeah. yeah. unless I feel really comfortable. Yeah. And so I think just asking the questions of like, hey, let's talk about like, how is your heart? How are you doing with the move? Like, And be truthful with me and inviting them to be truthful um, and just letting them know that it's like safe and, and it's all out of a place of you wanting to pray for them. I think that's the biggest thing that I wanted to know was like, okay, these people are asking because they want to pray for me and like support me and love me. And so just making them aware of that, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. Hey, I love you so much. And I want to be, I want to be a good friend to you in this season. Um, I think those are all really important things, um, just to be aware of and mindful of when you have a friend walking through it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's really good. I always think like, you know,
0: I, you actually talk a lot about this, about being a friend who doesn't just say like, I'm, I'm, I'll pray for you, yeah. but like actually right then and there taking yes. that
1: opportunity yes.
0: to pray. I, yeah. I really
1: believe that that's probably really yeah. powerful yeah. too. Yeah. I had so many people do that for me and so many people that I'm really not even that close to wow, do that yeah. for me. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that's why I'm so passionate about it because yeah. I've seen God move through those people in huge, crazy ways yeah. in my life and I didn't really even know them. Yeah, um, wow, so yeah, cool. I think I'm a huge advocate advocate for that. Like, If someone says, like I'm really experiencing this right now, I need prayer, instead of just passing it by and saying, yeah, I'm praying for you, Actually yeah. take the time right then and there, even if you only have a minute, like yeah. go in and pray for them right then and there, because I really think it'll have a bigger impact than what you yeah. even know. That's, so that's cool. really good. So powerful.
0: Okay. The last thing I want to talk about is, um, you're still going through yeah. the healing process. Um, and I've been in a lot of spaces with you and I have prayed this for myself. I'm like complete healing in yeah. Jesus name. Like God can yeah. heal you. Like yeah. he's going to heal you. Right here and right now and I believe that I, be, I believe we should pray bold prayers like that but how does it feel right now like God hasn't mm-hmm. healed you completely yeah. that's the reality um yeah I know you're in process of that and I would just love for you to speak into that how does that make you feel how have you seen God heal although yeah. it might not look like mm-hmm. what quote-unquote complete healing yes is. yeah mm.
1: that's great yeah I think for so long, I was thinking like God was going to come just like miraculously heal me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, it was going to be in like an instant, like in a yeah. worship moment. Yeah. And I was never going to feel anxious again. Yeah. And that's what I was praying for, honestly. Um, but I've begun to see healing in so many other ways. Mm. And honestly, I I would rather have it this way. Like, wow. I don't want to have just like a quick, yeah like, cover it up. I want to have like a true get down to the bottom of it healing. And, um, yeah, I've seen him move in a lot of ways, but I've, I've been able to get medical help, um, and like a counselor and just like processing Mm. through things. And that's been huge. I love counseling. I think everyone should go to counseling now. I've never gone before this season of my life. So it's been really cool to go. Um, but I've seen him heal, like in that process um a lot of relationships too um Mm -hmm. just like past things like I mentioned before that have just been hurtful um that have then created freedom in my heart and Mm. and created freedom um from the anxiety um I can actually now sit in an office in a room and not have anxious feelings every day and like it's not because of, I think this is a really big thing that I'm passionate about too. Like your circumstances could be awesome and you can still be experiencing anxiety. Like I work with the best people. I have the best people around me all the time, but I still was feeling anxious. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, I've seen healing in that area. I'm able to go to work. I'm able to like do active, normal life now and and knowing that like I'm gonna be okay. And I think- A big thing, I actually talk about this with my mom quite a bit, is like when you're in those seasons, you feel like I'm never going to get out of this. Mm -hmm. Like this is, I'm not going to be okay. And I just want to speak to you. If you're feeling that right now, or if your friend is feeling that right now, you will be okay. Yeah. And I promise you, like you will be okay and you'll be able to get on the other side of Mm -hmm. this. And God has so much more on the other side of it. Um, so those are just a few things that I've noticed and recognized. Um, but you're, you're so right. I'm not fully healed, Mm. but I am seeing healing every single day.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. So Mm. cool. We're so thankful that you come and just share your in process journey with us and all these things that God's just been teaching you, relying on your people, resting and praying and actually stepping into those things. And I really just feel like, I really just feel like I would love for you to pray over women that are walking through this right now. Yeah, Just pray over
1: them, declare these things over them, and I think that would just be a cool way to end our episode. I'd love to. Okay, God, thank you so much for this time um, to share just what you've done in my life. God, I just thank you for the opportunity um, to speak into other women's lives. God, I just pray right now for the girl who is struggling, for the girl who feels like she's not going to make it out of this. God, would you just comfort her? Would you just wrap her up? Would you just make it so known to her that she's so loved and that you're right by her side? God, I just pray for the friend who's walking alongside her. Would you just give her give her the capacity to sit with her friend? God, would you just give her the capacity to like listen and learn and grow with her? God, I pray that you would place the right people in their lives if they're experiencing anxiety or are feeling anxious or stressed. Would you just place the right community? Would you help them to actually rely on their community, ask for help when needed? God, would you just like stir their heart to actually pray? Like, would you give them a boldness and just a, a supernatural courage to pray and ask you, invite you in? And would you just give them like peaceful rest, rest that only comes from you? God, I thank you for the ways you're going to work and move in their lives. And I just, I pray for healing in their lives, whatever healing looks like for them. I believe you're going to do it. And I just pray that they believe it too. God, we love you. It's in your name we pray. Amen.